from Tampa, Florida, weighing 252 pounds, Mr. Wonderful, Paul Orndorff. Mr. Wonderful, you sit there and listen to me while I talk. I want to tell you something right now. Huh? I want to tell you something right now. I want you to listen. I want you to listen. And I want everybody else out there to listen. You're fired. Just like that. Hmm. Gosh. You're fired? <laughs> Paul Orndorff. Paul Orndorff just fired. Just fired Bobby the Brain Heenan. Was that all about? You gotta be. No! 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 Oh, you came in. You were Mr. Wonderful. You were it. You were stupendous. You sold the chicken wonderful right. every day. You sold wonderful. shot eventually at Hulk Hogan and become the world's champion and you're lucky he's not a racehorse or he'd win the Belmont and the Kentucky Derby also because he's the greatest athlete today and he's the only man that ever left the champion of the world Hulk Hogan Lane and he has a simple name it's just Mr. Wonderful and here he comes you know Bobby some people would say just what you've just said to everybody out there that that would be bragging that that would just be thinking that you're cocky. But you know something? That's exactly right. The truth really hurts. Because Hulk Hogan, I have earned respect. I deserve respect. I was drafted in the NFL. I was in the College Football Hall of Fame. High School All-American. The greatest athlete to ever come out of the state of Florida. I've earned it. I deserve to be the next world heavyweight champion. You see, Hulk Hogan, the difference between you and I is that I'll do anything at any cost to get something I want. I'll even sell my own family down the river for one reason. And that's our world's heavyweight belt. You see something? I left you laying right in the middle of the rain. Right then I left you because you thought that I was your friend. <laughs> friend. You're really dumb. Dumb. Because Hulk Hogan, I've got you running wild right now. You're on the Rangers at the point of no return. Sooner or later, Hogan, you're going to have to be man enough to sign your name to a contract and that I'm going to be the champion. Hulk Hogan, you've got nowhere left to go. You've got nowhere left to run. And pal, you got nowhere left to hide. Hulkamania dies tonight. <laughs> I don't lie. If I tell you I'm going to have something here, I've got something here. I'm going to prove to you, like I said before, that Mr. Wonderful will admit to you about ravishing Rick Rod's Rick Rude's body. He will admit. But he is glad to have him in the family. Mr. Wonderful, 
Please, come on up here. Right, here he comes. We will get the word from Mr. Wonderful, Paul Orndorff. Mr. Wonderful, I want you to tell the people and set the record straight how glad you are that Rick, ravishing Rick Rude, is in the Bobby Heenan family and that he has the greatest physique in the family, in wrestling, in sports today. You really want to know? You tell them how you welcomed him with open arms, how you are glad that I have him in the family. I've got Bam Bam Bigelow just about signed. Everything's going my way, and how you approved of everything. You really want to know? You tell the humanoids about Rick Rude's body. How he's got the best body. You got a great body, but how his is like that much better. You tell them. You really want to know? want to know. Well, I'm going to tell you what I think. First of all, Rick Rude does not have a better body than Mr. Wonderful. No. No, no, tell them what you told me. And second of all, I'm sick and I'm tired. I'm sick and I'm tired, I'm sick and I'm tired of lying for you and lying to those people Come on, get a hold of yourself here and lying to myself Oh, I, oh, I made you a star I made you what you are today You made me nothing but misery Misery what about the family? Oh, I want to tell you what I think of Rick Rude and the family. That's what I think. And I'm going to tell you something else. I want to tell you something else that you've heard before. You're fired! In case you didn't understand, read my lips. You're fired! And I'm going to tell you something else. I want to introduce to you my new manager, Oliver Hopperdale! gentleman refers to himself as Mr. Wonderful. On Monday, July 12th, the WWE Universe lost the legend, Hall of Famer Paul Orndorff, better known as Mr. Wonderful. After an accomplished football career, Orndorff became a force in sports entertainment, earning multiple titles throughout the 1970s and ultimately winning the North American Heavyweight Championship. Ladies and gentlemen, Boondog second from Arnie Ladd at his own game. 
1983, Orndorff joined WWE. Orndorff's imposing physique, along with his devastating pile driver, made him one of the most feared villains in WWE. The greatest athlete to ever come out of the state of Florida. Nicknamed Mr. Wonderful by his tag team partner Rowdy Roddy Piper, the duo faced off against Mr. T and Hulk Hogan in the main event of WrestleMania 1. Orndorff and Piper looked a better precision team out there. Orndorff and Hogan battled in main events across the country in front of sold-out crowds, leading to the classic steel cage match on Saturday night's main event. Oh, come on! They're going up opposite sides. Wonderful hit first! After his WWE career, Orndorff went on to win the WCW World Television Championship, as well as the tag team titles, alongside his partner, Paul Roma. We're gonna get a pile driver here! We got new champions! We've got new tag champions! In 2005, Paul Orndorff was inducted into the WWE Hall of Fame. You don't mess with Mr. Wonderful. Thank you fans very much. Love y'all, and I love my beautiful wife, Rhonda. I'll be home, baby. He was instrumental to the success of WWE in the golden era and a forerunner to the modern-day superstar. In short, Paul Orndorff was simply wonderful. I'm here for one reason, to be the best there is around here. It is with a heavy heart that we say goodbye to a member of our WWE family, Mr. Wonderful, Paul Orndorff. Hey, this is Colt Cabana, and you're listening to the Turnbuckle Throwbacks with Phil J and that pain in the ass, Choppy. What kind of name is Choppy? Ugh. Your shows, your entertainment, and your network. This is Rant and Remember, what this network wants, this network gets. I promise you that. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the main event of the evening. Broadcasting live from Shaolin, Staten Island. Freak Show Central. Where's that? New York City. The recognized symbol of excellence in sports entertainment broadcasting. It's the Turnbuckle Throwbacks Wrestling Podcast on Rant EM Radio. Proud member of the Shining Wizards Network and Dark Satellite Media.
from Vince Marquis, dedicated to the radio, now he is she. Because it's time for them to get recognized. This is my version of the Nobel Peace Prize. Nobel Peace Prize. Rest in peace. Biz Marquis, 57 years old. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, episode 413, part two of the Turnbuckle Throwbacks Wrestling Podcast. Live, well not live, we're live to tape now. Rant DM Radio, Rant Entertainment Media, part of the Shining Wizards Network, part of Dark Satellite Media. And I'm riding solo, your gracious host, your poor, poor host. Your unbelievably angry post host, <laughs> the impact player Philly Raya. I here's the deal, all right. And we've had technical problems for years. Some of it was my fault. A lot of it wasn't. Um, I, this started last week. Uh, the settings, the the camera won't work. No, we have two different cameras. They both won't work. And. Uh, then we tried to reboot the computer. The computer didn't reboot. And then we had to open the computer and, and do a whole bunch of shit. I don't know what the fuck happened. I don't care. No, I'm, li- I'm lying. I do care. Um, But the problem is I played the show back from last night, and I can't do anything with it. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to try to go live now on Facebook. And if it, it doesn't do anything now, I'm just going to say fuck it. Uh, I feel bad because we did a really good show last night. And uh, let's see. Try to reload the page. This is what this is what I'm talking about. This is where it, it goes fucking ridiculous. So I'm gonna. This is what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna log out of this. So all I'm doing is I'll talk to you guys. I'm not gonna get all all crazy with it. The deal is is that I don't have very good equipment anymore. My computer is almost decade old, and it's. I replaced the hard drive because it crashed. That was another problem that we had. And then I, you know, I tried to fix it as best as I could. I backed up all the memory. I cleared all the caches and whatever the case may be. I did every single thing you could think of to to salvage what was the issues with this computer, right? And I have a Windows computer, but it's a desktop, and I don't really work with desktop audio video stuff. I've only used Mac, so now... I mean, I know how to use a Windows computer. I use one every day, and I've used a new Windows computer for years. But I don't know, and I know Elaine got me a bunch of stuff last week, and I'm going to have to study it, but I don't have the... The equipment is, is ancient. Part of me says, okay, guys, here's a GoFundMe or whatever it is. Pay, you know, pay, you know, raise money. I, listen, I don't. I hate asking people for money. I, I, I never asked my parents for money until about a year ago. And they and even then they didn't want to give me the they didn't give me the money because I, they 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 bought me what I wanted to borrow the money for. <laughs> I was like, can you lend me some can you lend me two hundred bucks until Thursday and I'll pay you back I just want to get this T V it's on sale. And my my stepdad was like, No, I'll just buy it for you now, you know? And he bought it for me. So I don't even take money from my family because I just it's part of it's pride and part of it is is that I've been on my own since I'm in my early 20s. And I've worked all my life, and I've never really had to depend on anybody. You know? I mean, when you're married, you share stuff. But other than that, it's like, you know, it's a deal. And uh, you share all your finances with that, you know? So I was trying to stream Slammiversary, but apparently my gimmick is no longer available. So if I go live and you guys have another link for, uh, I'll ask you again, but we'll see what happens. But let's see what's going on with this stupid fucking computer. All right, let's see if I can try it again. 
So, all right, so we're going to try this again tonight. And what we'll do is we'll uh, go pull some Poland off stuff. If you guys are live, I'm going to, you know, say hello and you guys just say what's going on and whatever, whatever. Um, let's do the built-in camera. Let's do this and that. Blah, blah, blah. And then allow that too. Let's do this. Let's do this. See if that works. Oh, there it is. Now, if I switch that, will it go fucking bonkers on me? Yes, it will. All right. All righty, then. See if that works. I don't even know if that's going to work. I don't even know if that's going to work. We'll see what happens. Let's see if I just do the internal microphone thing again. Let's see if that works. I don't even refresh the screen again. Fucking stupid. I hate this stupid fucking computer, man. I really do. I have no desire to do anything else anymore. I'm so fucking aggravated with this thing. So. So, I'm just seeing if this works. If it does, if it doesn't, I don't know if you guys can hear me. I really don't give a shit. If you can hear me, say hello. I don't know if you can hear me. I don't care. At this point, I'm just trying to figure something out. Um, no, I don't want picture in picture. So anyway, that's my deal. I was trying to, like, I, I, the, the thing is, I, I don't have the money for new equipment. Jay don't have the money. Choppy's fucking MIA. So it's like, we, it's just, we, we bought stuff along the way to help us. And it's gotten us by, but it comes to a point where you have to, like, upgrade your shit, right? So, like, I'm using, like, 10-year-old microphones. I'm using a 10-year-old computer. I'm using fucking antiquated fucking equipment. And this shit's going to happen. I can't help it. I don't know what to do. Um, and, I, again, and people are like, oh, you know, do, you know, raise the money. And, again, I don't, I don't want to ask you guys for money. You guys don't even buy T-shirts. I mean, I, I've sold a bunch of shirts. But if I've, if I've sold 20 shirts in nine years, I'm lucky. You know? Maybe not 20. Maybe 30 I've sold. Because a lot of you guys have, all, like, one of each, which is really cool. I don't even have all my shirts, you know? So if you guys can hear me, say hello. If you don't, I don't know what the fuck to tell you. I don't have no idea. But so I'm going to talk for a little while. I have nothing going on. It's Saturday night. Um, and I was going to have a friend over, and then now he's on a hot date. So that's probably not going to happen. And uh, everybody's out tonight doing their thing, and I've been exhausted. I've worked about 50-something, 60 hours this week, and I just wanted to veg, and I spent most of the day vegging. I stepped out for a minute to go to the store, and when I went to the store, it fucking downpoured. <laughs> We've been having, like, extreme weather, so. Uh, but I made some dinner, and here I am on a Saturday night. I can't, I, I can't even get impact. I can't even get a pay-per-view on this shit, you know? So. And I was going to go live on a ramp, but I don't know if the Midnight Jury's taking that feed. I didn't even bother texting anybody or calling anybody. I'm just recording, and then I'm going to shoot the shit. And, uh, you know what it is. If it is what it is, if you guys hear it, say hello. If you don't, I don't know what to fucking tell you. I real, I just, I'm, I'm, I'm over it at this point, you know? I really am. I'm over it. I can't, I'm so angry. Like, part of me just, I came home yesterday, I was so tired, Jay, Jay and I came back, 
I was so tired. I fell asleep on the bus on the way home because I work. I'm not. I don't normally work on Fridays. So I worked yesterday. Like I said, I worked a lot, of, and I worked overtime this week. And then I'm on the way home, and my bus breaks down like four, four, five stops before my bus stop. And Jay was gonna meet me at one of the bus stops and pick me up and take me home because he was coming over anyway to do the show. So I called him, like, dude, I'm just going to, my bus just broke down and overheated. I'm going to take a fucking Uber. He's like, no, no, I'm close. I'll pick you up. Just tell me where you are. We got here. We set up. We set up and then plugged in and nothing works. So I just, I fucking, this morning I woke up. I checked the file. The file is, like, basically corrupted. Not even corrupted, but it's like, it's like, it's, it, it sounds like I'm talking to you from seven rooms away. The audio never picked up on the feed properly. It didn't stream properly. Nobody heard us on Facebook last night. And it's a fucking deal. And I don't know what to tell you. And, and I'm streaming now. And I don't even know if you guys can hear me. And if you can hear me, it's probably on the bullshit fucking mic that's on the computer. You probably don't even hear me do the fucking audio. With the mixer and all this other crap that I have. And I have this interface, this, this virtual interface for for all the stuff to feed into one feed so you guys can hear the the soundboard and and the music and the intros and the break and the commercials and all that shit and that's not even working at this point. So I'm just I'm stuck and I really don't and I'm it's really really depressing and I don't mean to bring bring you guys down I'm just like I just this is you know part of me just wants to dead it, you know. It's been a rough year in terms of well, we we haven't had choppy, and that's another thing that's pissing me to fuck off. Um, and you know we had to change everything around, and then while we're changing everything around, st- stuff stops, st- stuff stop stops working. And then we had out of town guests last week, and I was so embarrassed because the fucking equipment didn't the broke down. My friend Motspock flew in from fucking Milwaukee with his wife, came to do the podcast with us, and it just shit the bed. We had a nice podcast, but it was like. I even had to splice that. It was so, like, we had a great chat. We had a fun time, but, like, the the out, the the finished product didn't come out the way I wanted it to come out, and it was just, like, it was frustrating, dude. It was really frustrating. So, you know, uh, you, the show opens up with the with the Paul Andorff, uh tribute, and I hope you guys like it. Uh, that took me a couple of days to do because uh, I was at work, and I have another computer. I have another computer, but it's not... It's not heavy. What I mean by heavy, it it's not it doesn't have a lot of memory, and it's one of those Air Mac Airs, and it's like it's not very power. In, in terms of durability and power, it's, it doesn't have any of that. It's really just for like it's it's basically a, a high end Chrome, a Google Chromebook, really is what this the, the Air the Mac Air is. Um, and I don't want I don't want to I don't want to overload it with bullshit. It, it's it's my everyday computer now. I used it. I used my old Mac for the show, obviously. So, worst case scenario, I'm going to have to break out the, the Windows desktop, which is super powerful and super quick. But I have to figure out how to do the interface because I don't have any of these programs. I don't, you know, I don't even have a soundboard for it. And then well, let me put a bunch of stuff on there. But now it's just a matter of me taking another day and just sitting around and converting files and just, you know, it, it's it's time consuming. And you got to obviously you got to put the work in. And this is what I've done for the last nine years. But it's like now, you know, it, it's pain. It's a pain. Yes. So I hope everybody's doing well. I don't even know if you guys can even hear me. I don't even know at this point. I really don't give a shit. Maybe if I switch the audio, I don't even know. I'm just I'm just it, it's just so 
fucking annoying. It really, really is annoying. And I really hope you guys are, uh, check your internet connection. Dismiss, dismiss, dismiss. I got it. I got it. Um, streaming, I got that. Uh, viewing, people see me right there. Blah, blah, blah. So, anyway, so we talked about, about a bunch of things last night. Uh, I was in Philly last week for MLW. That was fun. Uh, Hammerstore won the uh, Battle Riot. Read the results online. It was pretty, it was a four hour event though, <sighs> like, and it wasn't even like it was four hours where I didn't I didn't care about that. I cared about the, it was so fucking hot in there, and they fixed the arena up. It's really dope, you know. But it's there it was like it's a packed house. The AC isn't blowing at all. It's ninety degrees outside. It was ridiculous. I apologize for the dead air. I'm just super thirsty. I had a real salty dinner. I had um, I had pesto, tortellini with chicken. And I think I added too much pesto because it really it was really like, not salty what the taste was, but it's salty where I'm just now I'm just thirsty now. It's ridiculous. So I'm complaining a lot tonight, right? I'm, and I'm I'm not even drinking. I'm <laughs> I'm just fucking angry about this equipment. Because I want to do the very best I can for you guys. I've been doing this for such a long time. And you would think that I would have it down to a science. And something always falls apart. And I'm like, it's... Is it an omen? Like, should I stop doing this? Is it? Is it the world just telling me you're trying too hard? Like, you know, is it something... Is it, you know... I don't know what it is. All I know is that... I, I feel... I, I, I apologize to you guys a lot. And I'm sorry. I, I really am sorry. Uh, sincerely, from the bottom of my soul, I'm really, I'm sorry. I, I, and you guys, even though you guys get this for free, even though you guys don't buy enough t-shirts to, for me to uphold this w- website and podcast and all that other shit, um, you guys do get it for free, but you guys do support the show, and I appreciate you all. Um, and we appreciate you, myself and Jay and, and Choppy when he was around, but um, that's just the bottom line. You know, I can't. Stress you guys how important you are to us, to our brand, and and what we do, and it's you know this is all labor of love, and financially it becomes a burden because you don't have the money for the equipment, you know, and um, I mean, I, do I want a better microphone? Of course I do, but that's, I mean, someone asked me today, what's your budget? You know, if you want to buy equipment, I said you can go. I said with this with audio equipment, you can go. From two thousand dollars to like ten thousand dollars, it depends on your budget. You can buy a computer that can do everything, right? And that's that's two thousand dollars right there, maybe four thousand dollars. Then I want a new microphone that could be anywhere from a hundred and fifty to a thousand dollars, you know. And I can buy a better mixer, but the mixer that's a that's a twelve channel. I really don't need the another mixer. But there's there's better there's better mixers now. It's like this one's pretty old, but it's I mean I beat it up, but it's it still still does the job, you know. But if I want to get another mixer, it's another fucking couple hundred dollars, you know. A camera costs three hundred bucks that I want. Like it's just it's just things that I'm not able to afford and would make my life a lot easier, you know. It's like I can't even afford it, and it with this with everything going on, I I can't even afford a car. You know, I can afford a car. I could buy a car probably in two weeks if I wanted to. Like, I could probably buy a used car. But I can't afford the upkeep. I can't afford the insurance and the fucking gas and the maintenance. 
just how it is. You know, it's what blue collar guys got to go through. You know, you you you, you get by, which is fine. But there's a certain days where, you know, I could have drove out 70 miles to my sister's house today to see my niece for a birthday. But it's like, it's just, I, 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 don't, have the, I don't have a car. And I don't feel like taking a four-hour fucking ride home later on tonight with, dude, with public transportation. So, anyway, getting back to wrestling. This is a wrestling podcast, though, believe it or not. Yeah. Um, we watched SmackDown last night while we were taping. Uh, it's nice to see the crowd. Mario was there. He put some pictures up. God bless him. God bless Texas. Uh, it was so nice to be in front of a crowd, though, when I was in Philly. That was the best part of the whole night. We had a whole, we had a full crowd, and it was beautiful. Wrestling fans, it was beautiful. It was so nice to be back. And I, I posted a video, I think it was Wednesday or Thursday morning, about, about fans in general. And I've said this for a long time. Like, you guys, you newer fans have uh, a different outtake uh, a different take, I should say, on the product in a whole, not just one fetid, you know. And I read a lot of negativity, like a lot, and it it it, it bothers me, and it bothers me because the, the 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 goal is to enjoy yourself, right? The goal is to have a good time and to suspend your disbeliefs and enjoy. I take. And I, Lopez re- replied to the video. He was like, I feel I've, I've tried everything, and I can't do it. I can't do it. I tried. But at least, at least Dan did the right thing. He, he watched it, and he's like, I'm done. He's not logging on every day and fucking, like, I hate SmackDown. I hate Raw. I hate this. I hate that. I'm, I'm different. My, when, with pro wrestling, my glass is always half full. Always. And it's half full where I can watch a terrible Monday Night Raw and pull out a good segment or or a great promo or a good promo or match. Excuse me. A little tired. But it you know, it's uh it, it's not it's not far fetched to do. And if you don't want to, then don't watch it. You know? Go watch shitty reality shows. Go watch um I don't know. I don't know what else is on TV. I watch sitcoms and from the eighties and nineties and seventies, and I watch fucking uh, and I watch wrestling over and over again, old wrestling, and I watch uh, documentaries and a ton of sports. I don't watch the news anymore. I don't watch reality shows. I don't watch uh, these newer game shows unless it has to do with music tri- or trivia. I just don't. You know, I'm in another stage of my life now, and it's like, and I watch YouTube now. I'm I'm a I'm a tabletop sports gamer, so I watch guys boring videos, but not boring to to everybody else. It's not boring to me. It's boring to everybody else. I watch guys play their games online. You know, it's it's something I want to start doing myself. I I can't really um, and I can't knock you for liking your thing. It's it's your thing, you know, it's your thing, uh, and it's just that you 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 don't. I guess the fans want to take over. They want to. They want to put themselves over, and they want to be in a place where they, they, they their voice is heard. And they have they have Facebook, they have Twitter, they have Instagram, they have TikTok, they have all these different uh, platforms to uh, yell and piss and moan about how bad SmackDown is, or how bad Raw is, or how bad AEW is, and the ratings. Who gives a shit? No one. These outside of Raw, everything else is taped at one point. 
NXT was taped. Who cares? No one cares about ratings. It's not 1997. No one gives a shit about ratings except for the networks. Finn Balor showed up on SmackDown last night. Why? Because it's on Fox. Michael Cole was comment commentating on SmackDown. Why? It's on Fox. Right? All the showcase guys are on SmackDown. Roman Reigns, Seth Rollins, Kevin Owens. Why? Uh, Bianca Belair. Why? Why? Because it's on Fox. The networks care about ratings. AEW is TNT. It's Warner. Warner Brothers. It's Tony Khan. Tony Khan's where... This, he, he doesn't matter what he does. With the, he's gonna have he's gonna do like another he's doing they're doing another show they announced it for August. Will it be another WCW Thunder? Might be. Who cares? Even the bad shows, even the bad wrestling shows are better. It better television than anything else is on television right now. Anything, except for like Shark Week. I was watching Shark Week today. Any documentary is dope, you know. But I can't be consumed by Bachelor or the fucking Mass Singer, American Idol, Dance This. Yeah, it's fucking ridiculous. These these shows. Uh, Steph watches the, the 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 Housewives, Housewives of Atlanta, New York, California, loving hip hop. Who gives a shit about? And then there's a there's one about is that love is loving hip hop the basketball one? I have no idea. But there's even one about basketball players' wives. Who gives a shit? And they bicker. How do you bicker? Your husband's a multimillionaire. You know, you got more money than Carter's puts out pills, and you're going to sit there and complain. But this is the thing. It's like it, pro wrestling is still better than everything else on television. Period. Period. I wonder if this is playing on, on Facebook. Let me just see something. Because if it's not, I'm going to fucking hold on a minute. I'm going to do something right now. Tomorrow's forecast is rain. No one gives a shit. Uh, let's see something. I'm going to, while we're doing this, let's see, let's see, let's see. I was live a year ago today. Look at that. Look at that. I mean, hey. I mean, hey. Let's see if it works here. Let me see. Nope. Nope, it's not working. So let's stop that. Let's stop the Facebook. It's annoying my life. Annoying my fucking life. <sighs> Your video is ending. Video ended 10 minutes ago. Delete video. Return to the group. But, you know, anyway, as, as I was saying, y you have this thing, right? This pro wrestling thing that we all love and adore, you know? And it's like, you could you can really put the product on a you know, on a different level when it comes to social media because, I mean, shit, wrestling shows go on social media. I mean, social media is the best and it's the worst, you know? It's the best because... Let me see if this works here. No. Let's see if this works. Let me see. Nope, camera issue. Fuck all this noise. But, you know, social media is the devil or it could be your best friend. It helped us immensely, you know? And it's it's a deal that you just it's I've seen things fall apart and I've seen things prosper. You know, I've seen people use TikTok to get their point across, they get their products on there, I have friends who have small businesses. 
it's helped, you know. But then it's the it's the toxicity. It's the people trying to put themselves over. It's the politics. It's religion. It's it's stuff that you really shouldn't be discussing anywhere else, but you know, in in different anything anywhere else but the internet, you know. Or not the workplace either. The workplace is really fucking rough. But so, all right, MLW. I saw SmackDown last night. I didn't see Raw. I did not see a. I did see AEW. Uh, they're, they're building Hangman Page. I'm I'm enjoying that immensely, um, and you know it is what it is. It's gonna be it's gonna be fun. It's gonna be really fun to see what happens with him and Omega. It's about time, and I've been calling it since since the since the the since it opened the, the since the Fed opened that he was the he was the the face of the company. You know, watch now for free. Yeah, I, I can't watch it for free. I thought I was supposed to get fucking... I'm supposed to get exclusive exclusive events. Okay, we'll see what that goes for. But, I don't know. But, you know, I, I, can't, I can't tell you how... You know, you guys know my love for pro wrestling, you know? And you know that I would do anything for it on my end, right? Um, And I got to tell you, it's just it's, it's, it's that kind of party. It really is. It's just like, you know, you can't... I don't even know how to explain it no more. Like, just... It's a weird time, but wrestling's back. The fans are back. And people aren't doing the right thing. I'm like, you know what? Just do the right fucking thing, you know? And enjoy it. I think the best part about podcasting without going live is that you can stop your shit. Because I was, like, getting warm and I had to switch out into some shorts. (laughs) You know, I don't like to throw my air conditioner until nighttime because, A, it's expensive. But, B, it's like, you know, it's it's really not that healthy to be in air conditioning all day, you know. So I try to cool off the apartment the best I can. And I run it at night while I'm, while I'm relaxing or sleeping and all that other shit. So, anyway, getting back to what I was saying, you know, uh, listen, I want the best experience I can. I work hard. I play harder. I All I want to do is enjoy pro wrestling. And I do that by by keeping up with the current product for for the show, and on top of that, enjoying the current product. But then I do the then I do all my retro shit, which is the greatest part of it, because nothing will replace the golden ages of wrestling, my era, the era before me, the Attitude Era, the PG whatever the P, I call it the PG thirteen era, the two thousands I guess you want to call. It. We're twenty years into the two thousands, twenty one years into the two thousands, and. You know, a lot's changed in, in in 20 years, you know. And I feel like the fans have evolved into this smarter now. And the, like I said, the internet and fucking dirt sheet bait websites that just blurt out shit, you know. It's just ridiculous, you know. So, um, I'm, I don't know how long I'm going to talk tonight because I'm just aggravated about this whole equipment fucking thing. Um, I'm angry. And I'm not gonna piss him on about the rest of the show, but um, I'm gonna just we're gonna talk about some wrestling, and then I'm gonna co- take a break, and then we'll talk about the uh, the Paul Ondo stuff. So I'm excited about that. Uh, Money in the Bank is tomorrow. Let's preview the pay per view. Like we did this last night, but I had fucking Jay with me, and Jay kills it as usual. 
Money in the Bank 21. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Who's on the card? Who's on the card? Who's on the card? Going to the card. All right. Money in the Bank is tomorrow in Texas. I love Texas. No, I don't. I've never been to Texas. I'm joking. But I love um, people talking about Texas. Um, especially Pee Wee Herman. Watch this. Hi, Grandma. Hello, Donnie. It's me, Pee Wee. Where are you calling from? Texas. Where? Honest. Listen, I'll prove it. The stars at night are big and bright. Big in the heart of Texas. <laughs> anyway, um, Roman Reigns against Edge. I don't see Roman Reigns losing right now. Uh, Bobby Lashley against Kofi Kingston. Good match, but I don't think Lashley's going to lose that for the WWE Championship. Men's Money in the Bank, Ricochet, Morrison, Riddle, McIntyre, Big E, Kevin Owens, Shinsuke, Seth Rollins. As much as I want Kevin Owens to win, um, I, I, I see this going to uh, Seth Rollins. Uh, Rhea Ripley defends the, the Raw Women's Championship against Charlotte Flair. I see, I see well, I see Ripley retaining. Uh, I, don't, I, I mean, I could see Charlotte Flair winning, but I, I, I'm predicting that she's going to lose. Uh, women's Money in the Bank, Oscar, Naomi, Alexa Bliss, Nikki Cross, Liv Morgan, Zelina Vega, Natalia, and Tamina. Um, this is, uh, this might be Alexa Bliss's time, or Liv Morgan. I mean, it'd be cool if, uh, Natty won it, or Oscar, but it's got, it, they, they, gotta, they gotta push somebody else eventually, right? Um... Raw tag titles, AJ Styles and Edward James almost his name is almost I call him Edward James almost defend against the Viking Raiders. I see, I don't see the Viking Raiders winning anything right now, um, and that's pretty much it with that. Uh, you know, Money in the Bank is fun because it, it, you know, it, it depending on who wins the Money in the Bank, it's always a compelling storyline. You know, so when you have the uh, the winner and threatening to cash in. Hopefully, it's a good cash in for the storylines. I'm I'm excited for that. So, um, what the hell else is going on? Did we talk about? We talked about MLW. I talked about AEW. I talked about WWE. I know Nick Aldis just passed a thousand days as any NWA champion, even though half the year was on COVID and all this other shit. But kudos to him. Uh oh, Mott Spock gave me that that um, Bruiser Brody last Rebel DVD. I'm on the fr- I just finished the first DVD, so I finished the first DVD. So I can't wait for the the second and third one. Supposed to be extra content. Um, so you know it is what it is. Yeah, so good stuff there. I'm really excited about the rest of that DVD now. Now that I've had a couple hours to reflect, and I just got finished watching Slammiversary and Impact. Uh, listen, anybody who tells me now 
that three different promotions are that a swapping talent is bad for television, do me a favor. Just walk away from your televisions. Walk away from your tablets, your devices, your computers. Walk away from everything, right? Walk away. You got New Japan repping AEW. AEW repping New Japan. AEW and New Japan repping on Impact. Impact repping New Japan, AEW. Listen, here's the deal. You don't even have to like these promotions, but there's major talent now being swapped and shown up on, on these promotions, right? It's something that is almost a, do I call it a necessary evil? Eh, I don't know if it's a necessary evil, but I think it's necessary for, for the progression of the, of the industry. It's a progression of the industry that needs to be taken uh, to the next level. Because fans are now demanding more. Fans want more. They, they, we're, we're, in this, we're in this culture where it's got to be quick. It's got to be fast. It's got to be now. It's got to be hip. It's got to be something different. Nothing in pro wrestling is different in terms of stories. Because they just keep, re, they keep recycling stories with better talent. That's basically what it is. Anything you see on pro wrestling now, ta- like story-wise, has been done already. Just probably just been done either worse or better than it is now. It's not nothing that you could be uh, uh, in shock about. But I just saw Jay White, who's basically the leader of Bullet Club right now, showing up on Impact Wrestling, confronting Kenny Omega. Or did he? Because they ended it the way they ended it really uh, abrupt to make you believe something different, right? You can, and we all know how Rob feels about Jay White. But you have to admit, Jay White is a talent. Jay White is. has in the last five years of his career, has done nothing but great things, and he's not even 30 fucking years old yet. He's not even 30 years old yet, and he's now he's showing up on Impact. On Impact! Could he show up at AEW? Yeah, why not? Has he been on New Japan TV since he lost? Uh, no, he hasn't. He hasn't been on TV. He hasn't been on TV. But he shows up on Impact. How about that? The progression of the industry is moving along. It's what we wanted. I mean, back in the day, we didn't you, I mean, when the territory swapped, it was different because we didn't see it unless it was regional, and you had and that and that particular region had television. But can you want? Can you imagine if this was the eighties, like the late eighties, where Vince and the Crockets were swapping talent, and Vince just wasn't cherry picking motherfuckers. I mean, let's be honest with ourselves here. How great would that have been? I can't really understand how fans can get upset at this. Even if you don't like the talent, just to see somebody else on somebody else's television show is fucking brilliant. It's brilliant and it's good for business. Everybody's going to get paid. Everybody's making money. Mickey James is in charge of uh, women's division in NWA. She shows up. After Deanna Perrazzo's match. By the way, Deanna is a fucking looker, man. What a fat-ass wagon on her. If she had, like, titties. Like, I don't think she has a lot of big titties, but if she had titties, she'd almost be perfect. Jersey girl, big fat ass, can wrestle. Oof, God bless her. She had a good match against Thunder Rosa. Good Brothers won the tag titles again last night. There's just good things going on with the Good Brothers. We got everything in pro wrestling. It's a fun time to be a fan. 
Why are you not respecting that? Why are you not even... I don't understand wrestling fans, are, and I'm still reading shit on the internet. You guys are out of your fucking minds, man. Maybe I'm the old man, get off my porch kind of dude right now, but you know what? Let's be honest, man. I'm a fucking wrestling fan. Since 1983, I am a professional wrestling fan. Even when it becomes sports, even when it became sports entertainment, even when it became something I didn't want it to be, even when it was not catered to my demographic, I am still a fucking fan. Bottom line. And I'm going to wave that flag until I want to stop watching it. That's it. There's nothing, I, there's nothing more to say about that. Nothing. You guys really need to, like, ask yourselves, what else can you possibly want from a wrestling company that's not WWE? Because you know what you're getting from WWE. They already have a, a blueprint in place that markets them money, that gives them enough clout to be the best company in terms of finances and, 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 and global, um, global, what's the word I want to use, um, Global recognition, yeah, that's it, recognition, that's the word I want to use. Thank God I didn't, thank God I didn't blab that and mess, mess it up. But yeah, but, you know, these other feds swapping talent, especially New Japan. New Japan has no, New Japan has no ties to nobody. They came out of nowhere back in like 13 and was like, alright, we're back now, fuck all y'all. Alright, we got, we have the best juniors in the planet. We got the best factions in the planet, and you know what they did? They did. So let's re remind ourselves of why you love this game. Remind yourselves why you started watching wrestling in the first place. Think about that first time you saw it, you fell in love with it, the character you fell in love with, the first wrestler you followed on social media, the first time you bought that tape or that DVD or that Blu-ray. You know what I'm saying? Or that first ticket stub that you saw. I just showed Lou last night my first my ticket stub to Raw and Mania. Come on, man. Get with the fucking program. It's that kind of party. It's that kind of party. You it's it's that's and I'm now I'm more excited for Money in the Bank tonight. And Money in the Bank prob will pro will probably suck. But I'm excited for it. I am really fucking excited for it. So Listen, it's a good time to be a fan. Drink some of the Kool-Aid, man. Sit back, suspend your disbeliefs, pretend that you you don't have the internet and all the social media gimmicks, and pretend that you were a kid again. And watch these guys, watch these stories unfold. Sammy Callahan had a fucking clinic with 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 uh with Kenny Omega, and I don't like him, but he did. It was good. It was a good story. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we are the Turnbuckle Throwbacks. And uh, I'm going to take a quick break, and we'll be right back. All right? And uh, when we come back, we're going to pay a little tribute to Paul Andorff, and it's going to be a day, and then I'll, sav I'll salvage this episode because it is what it is because my luck with technology sucks balls. <laughs> so. Promotional consideration paid for by the following. Are you tired of being uninformed? Together, we can change all of that. Experience a podcast like you've never heard before. You'll gain knowledge, have some laughs, because we believe this is the last AEW podcast you'll ever need. Join us every Wednesday night at 10.15 p.m. on RantEMRadio.com and Facebook Live. We can also be found on all major podcast forums as part of the Shining Wizards Network. 
So stop listening to inferior AEW podcasts and bring a new podcast into your life by joining us. Join the Mark Order Podcast. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok at MarkOrderPod and on Facebook.com slash MarkOrderPod. Don't forget to tag us on social media and use hashtag JoinTheMarkOrder because if you don't find us, we will find you. Everyone knows a lot of things can change in the span of 10 years. But when it comes to professional wrestling podcasting, one thing is still guaranteed. The Shining Wizards is the only place to get all the latest wrestling news, interviews with the greatest guests, and of course, tons of laughs in discussing the world of wrestling. The show is still available on Monday nights at 7 p.m. East on RantDMRadio.com and Rant Entertainment Media on the TuneIn app. And it's still available on all podcasting platforms. To check us out, head over to ShiningWizards.com where it's still wrestling talk and talk about wrestling. Are you tired of being told what to think and believe by Hollywood elites and politicians who just don't care about you? Tired of not getting the truth when you watch the news? Tired of trying to figure out what pronoun to use? Tired of mob mentality when all you want to do is think for yourself and make up your own mind? That's where we come in. This is Justin. And Vince. Your host of Inconclusive Breakdown. We are a weekly anti-PC podcast bringing you entertainment and current event news without any spin. If you want to truly stay informed on what's going on in the world then give us a listen every sunday anywhere you get podcasts at least till zuckerberg and twitter jack de-platform us and as always we're proud members of the shining wizards network tired of the pc police telling you what you can and cannot say want a show that travels back to the 80s and 90s where the badass hosts have beaten down cancel culture on three separate occasions and carried on to gloat about it? Since 2013, The Midnight Jury is that show. Travel back to the malls and arcades, pop in your VHS, and join us where the 80s and 90s return from the dead. Conan, tell them where to find us. WLWstudios.com, home of the Midnight Jury podcast, hosted by Midnight Mike and Calvin Brody. Also available on all major podcast platforms via the Shining Wizards Network. And join in the conversation on Twitter at Midnight Jury. This is Tamatonga, Tonga Loa, and Hikuleo, the Bullet Club, and you are listening to the Turnbuckle Throwbacks with Phil Raya and the Pain in the Ass Choppy on the Rant EM Radio, and that's just too sweet. This is Doc Gallows and the Machine Gun Carl Anderson, and you're listening to Turnbuckle Throwbacks with Phil J and that Pain in the Ass Choppy, and that's just, just too sweet ski. T.J. Swan in the house tonight. Ladies and gentlemen. Ladies and gentlemen. Ladies and gentlemen. I got Rozelle in the house tonight. It's the human sound wave straight out your comic book. Sound effects blazing through your rhyming book. Just imagine all the time it took for me to master this. The art of noise is hazardous. Imagine this. Every sound from my lips at my fingertips. I'll ever take the audience. So ask books and Dre's who's got the effects. More dark than Mardi Gras, rugged like Gore-Tex. 
Reach out and touch a whole crew like 9X Sprint for the stage with MC Onyx Get more connects in your internet Rhymes is on time, I'm always online Pump this in your Lex, cool bins or pack by Rehearse the third verse, nigga, then rap rewind A little tribute there, back in the day, to uh, the late great Bismarcky. It's Rozelle from The Roots and Cool V. Yeah. So dope. All right, we're back. Turnbuckle Throwbacks, Rant Ian Radio, Shining Wizards Network, Dark Satellite Media. For now, until Jimmy Folded apparently made the announcement the other day. So, shout out to Jimmy, though. Whatever. Good luck to Jimmy on his future endeavors. <laughs> we love Jimmy. Jimmy's going to be on the podcast. We, I know we, keep, we kept saying it, but I did exchange numbers with Jimmy the other day. And Jimmy has agreed to come on the podcast. So, we're going to work out a throwback. Maybe the end of summer, early fall. Um, get Jimmy on the podcast and uh, shoot the shit. Because Jimmy Ferrari is a good dude. And he's a, and he's a big wrestling fan, too. So maybe we'll talk some hardcore music, some, you know, some shit, you know, other but all that good stuff. So, you know. Um, okay, so. We did a tribute to Paul Ondorf, and it, it, it was really good, but the fucking, the file was corrupt, and I'm not going to hawk on it no more. So, uh, I'm, I'm going to just read some stuff here. We all know Paul Ondorf. Uh, tragically, not tragically, he was sick and passed away all day at 71 years old. A product of Brandon, Florida. He was a running back at the University of Tampa. 21 touchdowns, 2,000 all-purpose yards, 12 selections of the Saints in the NFL. And the Chiefs, he went to the Chiefs, he failed the physical. He played for the Jacksonville Sharks of the World Football League in 1975. While he was there, he trained, he was trained to be a wrestler. Because a lot of, back in the day, a lot of wrestlers, when they, when they, when they were like off-season or... You know, a lot of guys didn't need, need to make money because they weren't making the money they are now. So a lot of guys trained to be wrestlers. A lot of pro football players. A lot of play. A lot of guys you see now uh, were pro football players. So um, he started in the mid south, swapped the Southern Heavyweight Championship in the NWA with Jerry Lawler. Um, from seventy seven, from seventy eight, he won the uh, the North American title and feuded with Ernie Ladd, and then he uh, feuded with the Mass Superstar Bill Eady. In 78, in late 78, he won the tag straps with Jimmy Snooker versus Baron Von Raschke and Greg Valentine. They had a five-month reign and then lost them again to Baron Von Raschke and number one Paul Jones, who, by the way, became a really successful tag team wrestler him, himself with with, um, with the Baron and then Ricky, Ricky Steamboat. So uh, Then he went to Southeast Championship Wrestling with Dick Slater. They were the Southeast... Uh, Championship tag team champions for one month. They lost Dennis Condry and Dr. D. David Schultz. And then he went to Mid South and feuded with Ken Mantell. And then they had a hair versus hair. He won the North, he won the their, their title. And then he feuded with Jake Jake the Snake, Ted DiBiase, Junkyard Dog, Dusty Rhodes, Dick Murdoch. Um, and he lost his North American Heavyweight Championship in eighty one in July of. July 4th of 81, actually. To, to I'm sorry. I'm, I apologize. He won the title July 4th of 81. He lost it to Ted DiBiase in uh, December of 81. And then he went to Georgia. Um, 
he feuded with Buzz Sawyer for the North American Championship. The, the, the title gets vacated. He had an unsuccessful title uh, match against Ric Flair. At that point, everybody did. Ric Flair was the hottest thing going on at that point. Um, he won the North, the heavy, North, Northern heavyweight, North American Heavyweight Championship against Super Destroyer. Uh, and swapped it with Larry Zabisco, who paid Killer Tim, Killer Tim Brooks 25K to help him beat uh, Paul Ondorf. He used a chair, won the title, gave it to Zabisco, but the NWA took it away. Kind of sort of with DiBiase and Andre did the Hogan with the referee swap. And then, of course, we all know 83, he made his way to, to WWF, WWE. Uh, was debuted in 84, managed by Piper. Um, he gave Paul the nickname Mr. Wonderful the night. Hogan won the title from the Sheik in January of 84. Hogan was on, um, Ondorf was on the undercard. He fought Sal Balomo. And within months, got world title and IC title shots. Teamed with Piper after the snooker incident against Snooker and the Tonga Kid. He beat Tony Atlas at, at, in the undercard at the Water Settle score. We all know what happens at, at uh, Mania. He, uh, they, they blamed him for the loss at Mania, so he fires Heenan on, on Tuesday Night Titans. Heenan puts out a 50K bounty. Uh, Piper tries to take the bounty, gets so bad, Bruno San Martino has to referee, and then he teams with Bruno and Andre to fight off the Heenan family. Um, and then the heel turn again, my favorite heel turn of all time, uh, in 86 against the, uh, you know, Adrian Adonis actually answered him on. He turned on Hogan in a, in a match, a tag team match against Stud and Bundy. Um... And then, of course, after he turns on Hogan, he gets a bunch of title matches. He go the main event, the big event in Toronto at the time. There was like I think it was seventy six thousand people, so that was pretty cool. Um, uh, wait, and then if, and, and to this day, their house shows produce the most money for Vince. To this day, like th- those are the, mo- the highest grossing uh, uh, shows that Vince had in a very, 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 very long time bef- before the Attitude Era. Um, then he had a weightlifting accident. And he was he was forced to stay out for a couple of months, and technically he lost his spot. He lost his spot. Um, he tries to replace him in the family with Rick Rude. That didn't work. He fires him again. <laughs> he fires Heenan again, and takes on Oliver Humperdinck as his manager. Um, and then he teams up with Hogan in the Survivor Series, and then his final house show is January of '88 against Rick Rude. And then he goes to WCW. In 1990, he made his debut against Nasty Ned Brady on Saturday night. He joined the Dudes with Attitudes to help out Sting when Sting won the title. He won several non-title TV matches, feuded with me and Mark Callis for a little while, and then he it was in a tag match, and his final match at that point was in Chicago against Doom. Comes back. Oh, no, actually, he didn't go back. From, then he goes to the UWF, becomes their Southern Heavyweight Champion, was the AWF Heavyweight Champion, he beat Stan Lane, was the NWL Tag Team Champion with, with Brian Blair. Beat Brian Blair, for those of you who don't know. And he goes to Smoky Mountain, works for Jim Cornette. He gets fired for pile driving a referee and then makes his way back to WCW. And this is where he got some more success. He started out with Cactus Jack. He won the TV title in a tournament against Eric Watts. He forms pretty wonderful with, um, with Paul Roma at the Bash of the Beach. He did fight Hogan again in 1995. It was a tag match with Hogan and Savage. Um, and lost to Muda when Muda was the IWGP champion at that time in Slamboree. Um, then he goes on this terrible losing streak and was uh, revised by uh, psychic Gary Spivey. 
but then uh, goes downhill again. He starts a program with Brian Pillman. Brian Pillman's involved with the horsemen. The horsemen jump him. They pile drive him, and he injures his neck. Injures his neck uh, twice. Um, and then, because the, on Nitro and then on Fall Brawl in 2000. And then he uh, retired at that point. Um, in 05, he got inducted to the WWF Hall, WWE Hall of Fame. In 09, the Pro Wrestling Hall of Fame. Excuse me. Uh, I was up late last night. Uh, in 11, he beat Cancer. In 16, he made a Mania 30 day, um, appearance. But then there was the whole lawsuit with the concussions, and he got involved in that, which was stupid. And then at 67 years old, um, he won a six-man tag team match in, in the CWE, and he would officially retired in 2000, officially retired in 2017. And, of course, on the 12th of this month, we lost him to dementia. Paul Ondorf was one of the greatest heels of all time. My my favorite wrestler before before I discovered the NWA on television. I knew about them in the, in the mags, but I did not. Um, I did not show. I did not shy away my love and admiration for Paul Ondorf. He was amazing, and I was always rooting for the heels anyway. And I never liked Hulkamania. I I, I respect Hulkamania, but I never liked it. And I was hoping he, he should have been world champion. And Jay and I talked about that on the show the other night. How he should have been world champion. But a lot of guys should have been world champion. It was it wasn't ever oh it's Hogan's fault. It it's not Hogan's fault. It's the way the industry was at that point. You know, you didn't have a, a booking team like you have now. You didn't have writers. You had a couple of guys in the back. Vince ran with what he thought he thought he what made him money and it did. He made him a million of dollars. Hulkamania is the reason why we have wrestling on wrestling on, on TV and pay per view all over the world. Let's be honest. Hogan's the reason. Hogan was the main attraction and even if you didn't know pro wrestling, you knew who Hulk Hogan was. The first wrestler to be on mainstream media. The first wrestler to be on major talk shows and everybody who knew who he was. The first wrestler to be on the cover of Pro Wrestling Illustrated. How about that? So when real sports is acknowledging the fake sport or sports entertainment, if you want. I can't call it fake. It's really not fake. It's only the outcome is fake. Then you, uh, you, you know. You know what I'm saying? So it was that kind of party. Paul Andorff will always be remembered as... My favorite wrestler of all time before I discovered NWA. So, so here's the deal. I, I I'm doing this about an hour. I I just don't. I hate doing these by myself, and because of the file got fucked up, I had to do it this over again. I'm not, you know. Hopefully, this gets all fixed by next show, and we may not have video for a while because I think it's the video is the reason why we keep the settings keep getting fucked up. So. It might be a thing where maybe we'll do YouTube, we'll do something else. I, I, I real, it's Facebook is not cooperating with us, and every time we go to put the camera on, no matter what camera it is now, the settings fuck up the settings on the audio side. That's why I didn't get any of that stuff. So, it is what it is. Um, so, a couple of uh, programming notes. You're gonna get a turnbuckle throwbacks um, this coming Friday. You're not gonna have a, pro, a throwback on the what? What day is that? Well, no, you might have a throwback, but it'll be it won't be live. Um, I will be out of town. What day is that? Where's my calendar? Here it is. I'll be out of town for the for the thirtieth. But Jay wants to record something, so we'll probably have an episode then. And then we're gonna have a birthday episode for me sometime that first week of August. So, you know, it's gonna be cool. Very exciting. Very exciting times. Very exciting times. 
Um, and I just want to thank everybody for their patience. And I, I know, I, I know you guys are sick of hearing me apologize, but I got to be honest with you. It's very, very frustrating, and I really hope to get this settled and taken care of. And I'm pricing new equipment. I'm trying to get the money to funds up. You know, obviously my 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 lifestyle comes first. My 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 bills come first. You know, my way of life comes first, and the podcast always comes second. But I'll try to make it. I'll try to make it work, and I'll try to make this happen because it's something I really love to do. I love doing this shit, man. I've been doing this for almost ten. Uh, now going on ten years, man. Going on 10 years, it's been, you know, it's been a fucking deal, you know. I'm not going to stop now. With with Choppy, without Choppy, uh, with Jay, without Jay, I mean, I the show must go on, you know what I'm saying? I, I don't know what else to do. I, 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 I've been thinking about calling it quits for a couple of years now, I, and every time I do, you guys bring me right back in it. You guys suck me right back in. You're like, no, you can't go anywhere. We still love you. You're still the Yoda of yesteryear. You're still the Messiah of memories. You are still the impact player, and this is still the recognized symbol of excellence in sports entertainment broadcasting. So, again, you guys have been a fucking gem, and you guys have been so patient with us, and you always support us no matter what we do, no matter what we say, and it's very, very, very appreciative. It it truly is. Um, I can't thank you guys enough. Uh, for your help and everything, you know, I can't thank you guys enough for for all that you've done for us, all the all your kind words, all your inboxes, your emails, those who did buy shirts, those who did, uh, you know, support us when we had stupid, you know, other shit going on, um, those who've been supporting us going through this transition without a, without a third man, because the dynamic of the show has changed drastically. And uh, it's a fucking deal, to say the least. So we appreciate all of you guys and hope you still continue to listen to the show. And we hope that you like our content. And we hope that you go to ProWrestlingTees.com, buy a shirt, and and go to social media and support us. And subscribe to the podcast. Leave some feedback for us. And, you know, just thank you for everything, you know. If it wasn't for you guys, like I said, I wouldn't be sitting here on a fucking Sunday morning recording the rest of a podcast that was broken on Friday. (laughs) <laughs> it is what it is, man. It really is. It is what it is. I can't. I I can't make this up. I can't really. Um, I don't know. This gets an okay, terrific for me. I, I don't know. Okay, terrific. So, um, thank you so much, guys. Really, 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 really appreciate it. Re- really, really appreciate it. And uh, that's pretty much it for me. I'm gonna be out of here. And uh, we love you guys sincerely. And uh, we'll see you next t- next week. Same bad time, same bad channel. All right. And uh, I guess good night, Gracie. <laughs> I don't know. Good night.